0: Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm your host, Taylor Karg, marketing content writer at AmericanEagle.com. Today, we're going to explore the details behind Google renaming Google Data Studio to Looker Studio. To do that, I have here with me Simon Mandel, Director of Data and Analytics at AmericanEagle.com. Simon, welcome back to the show. You've been our guest quite a few times now.
1: Hello, Taylor. Great to be with you here again today.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, you've been a guest on the show quite a few times now. For any new listeners, can you please introduce yourself, give us a little bit of background on your position here at AmericanEagle.com and how long you've been at the company?
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, So I'm Simon Mandel. I'm director of data analytics. I've been at American Eagle approaching three years now. I work with a team of individuals that helps with any website that we work with. We help with data collection, data management, data storage, visualization and analysis.
0: Wow. And you guys have a few people on your team now. I feel like since you've been here, you've kind of, you know, grown into or grown our data and analytics department a little bit.
1: We have uh, had the chance to do that. So uh, since I've been here, we now have grown a department to four, maybe soon five individuals, all of them helping out with analytics audits, uh, creating events and goals in data sets and doing a lot of help with just the analysis and the reporting for clients uh, all across the company.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you, know, you guys have been able to grow a team because I know it's extremely helpful to our clients. So just jumping right into today's topic, let's first talk about what Google Data Studio is so that people can understand you know, what the tool is and what it's used for.
1: Yeah, great question. Great place to get started. So Google Data Studio, as it was formerly known, could easily be described as a Great data visualization tool that Google supported and made available for free for anyone with a Google account. And it was a very easy to use and very robust tool that uh, would allow you to take in data from a number of different sources and ultimately visualize it in a um, create templates to visualize it so that it could be easily more easily understood. Basically, taking complex systems of numbers and values and turning it into images, charts, and graphs that people can understand.
0: So is this the tool that, you know, customers who are gathering their data and, you know, what used to be universal analytics, now people are transitioning to Google Analytics For This is the tool that helps them visualize all the data those tools are gathering and kind of tell a story on their website about their data.
1: Correct. So although not... You don't need to use it, but using it helps you take the data that you're going to get from Google Analytics and it allows you to do so much more with it. Um, If you are just using Google Analytics in its raw form, then you need to play with the, the templates and the reports that they provide for you out of the box. But using something like a Data Studio allows you to just be way more creative and way more flexible with the kind of information that you can you can work with there.
0: I think I saw online when I was researching that it allows you to like manipulate all the colors and like the styles of the graphs. And like that's something that I would be interested in doing. And I feel like I'd spend way too much time adding different colors, (laughs) and
1: different shapes to it. Well, you know, colors are can communicate a lot. And uh, and here's what I would say. Having the ability to control those colors in a report can make it a lot easier to read. So I think uh, it sounds like you would be quite adept at the whole creative side of <laughs> Data Studio.
0: Probably, yes. Um, okay, so where and how does Looker Studio fit into this equation?
1: So Google renamed Data Studio to Looker Studio, and this unifies its business intelligence tools. So Looker will now be the face of all existing Google Cloud data analytics programs, and these programs will be included in the Looker suite and bear the Looker name. So for example, Data Studio is now Looker Studio.
0: So I think I saw when I was researching that Google did the renaming to Looker Studio back in December 2022. So it hasn't been that long that this has been around and been a thing.
1: No, this is a relatively new change. And a lot of people might not be aware of it yet. And because there wasn't any very apparent upfront material change when it happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. Understood. So what was Google's goal behind renaming Data Studio to Looker Studio?
1: So this was based on an acquisition that Google did uh, for Looker uh, to significantly enhance Google's analytics and business intelligence capabilities. And the key part of this was Looker's semantic data modeling capabilities, which allows developers to define data and analytics assets to ensure consistent interpretations, really allowing you to clean your data uh, more effectively and more efficiently.
0: I was going to say we should call this the like looker studio for dummies because half the things that I feel like you say, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what does that mean? But yeah, that makes sense. Effectively, you know, look at and clean up your data. So does Data Studio no longer exist or it just got swept under the rug? What's that looking like?
1: The way to think about it, Taylor, is it's just been renamed. It's just been rebranded um, and rolled into a larger business intelligence suite of services from Google. But the the overall uh, the changes are are mostly in the name and not in how it works. Awesome.
0: I know where you just said there are a lot of the changes aren't in how it works. But in terms of capabilities, have there been any differences that you've noticed since Looker Studio became the new tool?
1: Well, one thing to to highlight is is that Looker Studio will be available in in three tiers, including a Looker Studio Pro, which is intended for more advanced users at an enterprise level. This adds additional management features, collaboration tools, and service level agreements that you wouldn't get for a free tool that you're not paying for. Yeah. Google plans to integrate this enterprise version with another product they have called DataPlex, which is a data management environment. If you've heard terms like data lakes or or um, or data warehouses, this is a all-encompassing service that Google will be providing and incorporating into this uh, in the future. That will enable data lineage and metadata visibility, which is really just another fancy way of saying a way to get data from lots of different sources that would normally be very complex to organize and to keep updated. This new Dataplex tool that will be integrated with Looker will help with all of that.
0: So is that what like a data lake or a data warehouse is? Is just like a large amount, complex amount, or can you explain that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So the way to think about it, just you know, putting it in in terms, I think that we can understand. it's if you wanted to get all the data that your website accumulated over a year, or if you are working with a streaming service that is taking on lots of information from multiple users. You need a place to, and if you want to collect this data and analyze it, you need a place to warehouse it. You need a place to store it. You need a place where it can be safe and protected, but still has a door open for people like myself or other people who want to ask questions of this data. Hey, I'm curious about this particular um, segment of traffic. How are they trending? Or I'm curious about this particular uh, piece of content on my site? Are people viewing that? And how has that been trending over time? The only way to get these answers is to have this data securely warehoused somewhere. And uh, a common term for systems that, that do this are, are now is a, a data lake. So if okay. you hear that, that's yeah. referring. To.
0: Wow. Okay. Um. So is the version of Looker Studio that can connect with the Dataplex tool. Is that like a more premium version? Do you have to pay for that? You said you know there's
1: multiple tiers? That will be a Looker Studio Pro version that's going to integrate with the Google Cloud management platform. and you'll be able to manage your Looker Studio suite via the cloud uh, their Google Cloud system. Awesome, Gotcha.
0: So I th- is, normal looker studio capabilities free then free to use you can sign up and you know start using it for your website
1: correct there's still a free tier for looker studio and all you need is a google account to start start working there um and then once you have it it's very easy to connect it to whatever data source you're working with google analytics or maybe even a, a spreadsheet, a large spreadsheet of downloaded data. You can connect that to Looker Studio. And then uh, from there, start changing it into all the charts and graphs or, or trended lines you need to help communicate what is the story of this data.
0: All the colors and shapes. <laughs> um, so we talked about the pro. Is that the most premium version that you can get? Or And do you know how much off the top of your head? I'm sure I could research it too, how much this costs.
1: So, uh, the enterprise service uh, will be at different tiers, and it might, uh, I think, pricing depends on usage. I haven't checked any updates on pricing lately, but between uh, the free service and the pro service, uh, there should be something that's accessible for anybody who wants to get into data visualization. I would encourage people who uh, aren't using a tool like this and are curious about where they could get started. I still think that Looker Studio is a great place to to explore and experiment with your first data visualizations.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense too. And I think, you know, once you kind of, Understand your data and understand how to use Looker Studio, then you'd probably want to get more into, you know, the enterprise and more capabilities and all that stuff. Because I, I feel like it could be a bit overwhelming trying to learn all of that if you're not really sure what it means and how to use it.
1: Well, I would definitely say that there's, I mean, data is everywhere, and I think it's not an uncommon story that people are struggling to understand and manage their data. I think Looker Studio provides a number of tiers where no matter where you're at with this, you'll be able to connect it and get an elevated understanding of what you're working with.
0: Yeah, I got you. That's awesome. So, you know, this kind of segues nicely into my next question of have people reported any roadblocks or limitations while using Looker Studio yet? Or is it, you know, too soon to tell?
1: Well, there have been some some people surfacing in message boards around, quota limitations, quota errors for uh, Looker Studio reports that are connected to GA4. Now, this is specific to the GA4 data set. What this means is that Google has put a, a consumption cap, a quota limit, You know, basically a, hey, you can only access this much data in Looker Studio via our, our Google Analytics for API. So a lot of people have been complaining that they've been opening up reports and they see their charts where they expected to see their charts and graphs. They're just seeing an error message that says you've hit a quota limit. And as you can imagine, this has been very frustrating and very time consuming for people who are trying to run complicated reports or just get uh, quick access to information and we have worked with a couple of different solutions to get around these quota limits, some to varying degrees of success depending on what the scenario is. One of the ones is uh, to use a, a dedicated data hub that allows for exporting of data. Sometimes you can extract data, just park it into a spreadsheet, and run some reports for there. However, larger data larger sets may uh, require a real dedicated data storage solution like we were talking about, like a data lake. Um, Google has a tool or a product called BigQuery that uh, is part of this overall um, Google business intelligence suite that is expected to work very well with Looker Studio, Google Analytics, and help get around these quota issues.
0: So, is the quota issue for all tiers of Looker Studio, like, you know, from the free one to the premium one, or is it mainly people running into these quota issues have the free version?
1: So, where we've been operating, we've been operating in that initial tier. This is where we've experienced it and where we've seen other people come into that issue. Uh, We are not currently operating on a pro version. So, I don't think. Uh, I can't say for sure whether or not you would come into the same quota issues. the The bottom line there is is likely no because at that pro version, what you're going to be doing is, um as I said, you're not going to be accessing the data in real time directly from Google. You're going to extract it, like I said, park it somewhere so that you can have it in a secure place. And that would get around the because the quota issues because you're just pulling it from a place where you already have it secured.
0: Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So this is just a random question I thought of while you were talking. And because this is, you know, a new name change and it's encompassing, you know, a whole umbrella of products, where do people like you go to for questions? Like, I, I feel like, you know, going through this and trying to learn, navigate these roadblocks or navigate new tools. How do you learn like what to do? That just seems very... Overwhelming to me is trying to figure out a you know a new tool and running a team and trying to have them know what to do
1: well, you know it's a that's a great question. And in instances like this, it's a matter of relying on the expertise of the individuals that they have a clear understanding of what the targets are, what we're attempting to engineer for our clients, that they have a strong understanding of Uh, not only the tool, but the philosophy behind the tool, right? In any kind of instance, you can go out into the marketplace and I can show you Looker Studio and that's a data visualization tool, but there are three other tools right behind it and they're all basically operating with the same relative philosophy. So the question is, do you understand what the tool is meant to do and what are the components uh, that it's working with to do that? So for a data visualization tool, there's a component of taking in data transforming it and modeling it and then visualizing it or presenting it in a in a set number of ways like a pie graph or a line graph or a bar graph so you've got to understand the path of which the information is going to take and then you need to you know you need to understand how the particular tool that you're using is expected to allow you to implement that path and then lastly you got to rely on the community of people who are using these tools. You know, I imagine for, and this is probably ubiquitous out there in the world of anybody who's using digital anything, is that anything that's being consumed by a community has a community of people talking about the pros and cons of of using it. And for those of you who are familiar with software development, uh, you might be familiar with a a website or a company called Stack Overflow, which is really just a giant website of people who are asking and answering questions about all different kinds of computer language challenges or how to solve common or uncommon software development problems. And for us who are doing data engineering and data visualization, it's very much the same process. It's about understanding the tools, the philosophy at which uh, they are meant to function, and then being active in the community of people who are working there and, and trying to draw from that knowledge and contribute to it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I applaud you guys so much for even knowing and understanding the philosophies behind all of this. So because it is as a writer, I'm like, okay, way over my head. <laughs> um, so I know you touched on this a little bit, not too long ago, of how your team, you know, uses the first tier of Looker Studio, but can you just give me what you, some of your main takeaways of the product and the new name changes?
1: So, yeah, the takeaway would be something that sounds like this: the product is a very good. It's a it's a product that comes with my recommendation for anyone who wants to understand data visualization. Anybody who wants to accelerate data visualization or anybody who doesn't know where to get started with it. If you take away something from this conversation, it's that it's, uh, although not essential, it's definitely an enhancement of anything that any data engineer or data analyst is doing. And that we here have consistently used it to create efficiencies in our reporting and the communications that go around that. When people see a report that they're familiar with that easily communicates to them the scenario it it just makes conversation and decision making that much more accelerated so if the if there's something i would want your listeners to take away it's that if you haven't started using this and communicating data is something that you find important i would highly recommend taking a look
0: awesome well there you have it folks simon Thank you so much for joining me again today. I learned a lot about just even how to use Looker Studio. And I'm sure this is something that many people can benefit from. So thank you so much. Well, thank you,
1: Taylor. It was great to be here.
0: Thank you for listening to Modern Marketing Messages. For more information about the topic discussed today, check out the description of this episode. If you like this episode, follow the podcast wherever you listen to them to stay up to date with us. While you're at it, give us a rating and share this podcast with others. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Modern Marketing Messages. This episode is brought to you by americaneagle.com studios. I'm Taylor Carr, and I'll be back with another Modern Marketing Message.